What made her this way? What is the attraction? What keeps us fascinated? This is the story of Christian. On January 28, 2019, in the aftermath of a large number of My Little Pony affiliated creators blocking her on Twitter, Christine began using an alternative account to bypass their blocks to start apologizing to them individually by sending them direct messages of drawings depicting Christian Sonichu apologizing to the relevant person's pony persona and them accepting Chris's apology. At around the same time, Chris's Twitter friend Ting Tings privately inquired whether she was still in contact with Maker Nightfee, who encouraged Chris's ideas of alternate dimensions and interactions with fictional characters. Christine wrote that they were in a Discord server together, to which Tings replied by linking to the Kiwi Farms thread which exposed Maker's social media accounts and private correspondences on Discord, which showed her to belittle and mock Chris in private. After this revelation, Chris wrote that her head hurt. Tinks criticized her for not cutting ties with Maker Nightfee, implying she may get the same treatment as that from the idea guys Joshua Wise and Stephen Boyd. Ting Tings then blocked Christine on Twitter. It was also at around this time that the MLP-related creator Mad Munchkin, who had blocked her on Twitter, also blocked her from contributing to her Patreon fan support page. Also on the 28th. Chris wrote a thread on Twitter detailing her thoughts in the aftermath of being blocked by many people that she liked. I am still working very hard to redeem myself in the eyes of those who had rejected me over the past week due to the injustices that had been brought unto them with misguided fears from years old and cleared, yet ashamed, mistakes I had made, most of which were manipulations of those haters and harassers of yesterdecade who all still want to torture me worse into my own offline social life. I cannot and shall not rest my overweary and broken mind until I see these people liking me once again, because to them all I did was offer supportive and kind commentaries, thoughts and replies, time after time, again and again and what falls below each and every positive note I leave, but a cacophony of misconstrued and twisted takes on my word choices and phrasings in my genuine kindness. I never was hitting on anyone, I never intended any harm unto anyone, and I certainly never meant to offend. And I never harassed, no, that harassment came from those cyber bullies who continued to stalk me day after day, month after month, year after year since the year 2007 going on 12 years when will the lot of you annoying bullies who fetish on hatred and harassment simply back off and let me live offline and online in peace of mind and for me to spread sincere kindness and support without it getting twisted and misinterpreted as another freaking penis or fart joke I'm long sick and tired of all of this grave injustice that continues to linger in my online footsteps. In a better part of this world, action does take place against continued hatred and mal-speech. Yet those bullies and bugbears continue to use freedom of speech. Amendment, first, 
as their excuse and alibi for their continued abuse of the internet. That, people, is a perfect example of abuse to that which is amongst the amendments surrounding the Constitution. Our four people left before us in millennium, century, and decade past. And I certainly will not stand for any of that abuse to everything of the Internet and the United States in the name of the worst mislabeling unto anyone! A hated social outcast! Hell, no! I continue to do my work with as great a stride my limited mind and body are able to handle, and I am reaching out for help in resolving the injustice of the misguided fears and hatred unto the innocent individuals that I like who before now had a positive impression from me. In recent years past, I have been the bullies and bugbears ongoing victim of cyberbullying, deceit and blackmail since 2007, but I stand strong against those who had wronged me and wronged others into erroneously misplacing wrong unto me. I am a proud warrior and CPU. And I shall not fall. And with the help of all of my allies, near, far, and in our sister dimension, we shall win over the hate and harassment, who is with me in agreement and strength and ability for the fights of our online and offline socializing freedoms. Thank you all for listening, everyone who actually listens and does not criticize and demand every word I say. Later on January 28th, Chaotic Chimera, one of the individuals who had blocked Chris, demanded that Chris and her cult stop harassing her and asking her to unblock Chris, and warned that if she were to appear on Chris's timeline again or be followed again by one of Chris's alternative accounts, then she would pursue legal action and attempt to get a restraining order against her and have her charged with harassment. On January 29th, Christine unveiled on Twitter her new four-page comic, soon referred to as Sonichu Special 6, which concerned the recent Twitter blockings of My Little Pony analysts and creators. Chris-chan Sonichu confesses to Magi-chan that she screwed up in Dimension 1218, and many haters began sending misguided fears to creators on Twitter. The two then meet with MLP-affiliated analyst and creator of the TF2 Analysis YouTube series, Dr. Wolf. As Dr. Wolf and Magi-chan wait nearby, Chris-chan approaches the pony, Frigid, acting as a barista, and orders for herself a mix of apple and berry Fanta with an energy shot, and Magi-chan telepathically tells her to order a fresh pot of tea and crumpets for themselves. Over a cup of tea, Magi-chan explains that while Christine's soul travels between dimensions 1218 and C-197, her body remains stuck at 1218 and functions under limited mentality. Recently, haters and harassers pushed her and the people she followed on Twitter, which resulted in her favorite brony creators blocking her on the social media site. Dr. Wolf suggests that she needs someone with whom to talk about this, and Magi-chan admits that Chris has been venting to his spouses, Magi-chan, Chriselle, Silvana, and Mewtwo, but was reluctant to talk about the situation with psychiatrists and psychologists. Dr. Wolf and Magi-chan both mention a certain male friend, whose name was censored, with whom she spoke freely over the video chatting application Skype, but lately he had become unreachable. Magi-chan then accuses the readers of disconnecting from their original characters, or OCs, who in turn got misinterpreted in the media, so he pleads for the people to reconnect with their OCs. 
Magic Chan then explains that his statement is aimed at the creators and voice actors of original characters who no longer communicate with their creations, which caused some misrepresentation. Magic Chan declares that neither he nor other characters like him were fictional and are in fact real, breathe, exist, and coexist. He further states that the lack of communication is the reason why the dimensions of 1218 and C-197 are merging. Dr. Wolf agrees with his statement. On January 30th, Chris wrote that she had just found out from some unknown parties that one Kibo, an artist, had blocked her. Christine claimed that the recent blocking was of minor importance as she did not know who Kibo was, and reasoned that it was because people were joining the trend of seemingly everyone blocking Chris. She pleaded for people to not join this fad and asked for Twitter support to take note of this apparent rising blocking trend and meme. However, Kibo had written on their Twitter account that Christine had followed their account and was near immediately blocked. After a brief unblocking, Kibo checked their direct messages and found that Chris had written to them praise for their artwork and pleaded for them to not block her like all the other haters. Chris was promptly reblocked. Soon after, Chris used her alternative Magichan Sonichu account to write to Kibo under the guise that she was Magichan, berating Kibo for blocking his wife and increasing her chances of having another PTSD attack. Kibo then directly addressed Christine's Twitter thread concerning the blocking and demanded her to stop addressing them, delete the posts, and pretend Kibo did not exist. On the final day of January, Christine made her Twitter account protected, meaning that only her approved followers could see her tweets. Afterwards, she proceeded to manually block all followers who she thought were trollsome. When asked about the mass blocking, Chris confirmed that over the course of a few hours, she blocked over 5,000 accounts by manually pressing the block button while going down her extensive list of followers. Among those she blocked was Jacob Sockness, the autistic individual from San Francisco who dabbled in occult practices and had fallen in love with Christine. He protested the blocking on his alternative Michiro Hutaki Twitter account. At the same time, Chris apparently contacted Maker Night V and others in her group of enablers to let them know that Steve Harvey, host of competitive family TV game show Family Feud, was attempting to prevent creators from contacting their OCs and stop the dimensional merge. On February 1st, an unknown individual joined Chris's Patreon fan support page to make a monthly pledge of $500. This new pledger also asked for Christine to directly message them over Twitter. On the second, Chris wrote on Twitter about how she was handling the recent blockings against her. Note that I have recovered from the anxiety and stresses of the recent blockings. I remain fully intent in redeeming myself with each of those analysts in time. Meanwhile, I wish to assure everyone that I am mentally and emotionally stable. I am not delusional, psychotic or anything similar. It remains a shame not everyone is able to see our sister dimension and those from there who are here in our dimension right now, but that will be remedied very soon through the hands of fate and destiny. Two days later, Chris complained that one Michael Sherman from Alaska kept sending her hate mail. 
She had only opened and briefly glanced at his first correspondence, but from then on, she did not open any other envelopes, and called for someone to tell Michael to stop sending her mail. On February 5th, Chris came out in support of Vic Mignogna, voice actor known for English dubs of Japanese anime series, who was being accused of sexual impropriety against fans and voice actresses. She wrote that she also received negative repercussions, such as being banned from a convention and was falsely accused of the negative adjectives that were being attributed to Vic. When asked whether she was kicked out of the convention for sexually assaulting people, Chris admitted that she was kissing people on the face cheek, and at the time was not aware the gesture was frowned upon, since she was still learning the ins and outs of being extroverted and social. She claimed to have learned from her mistakes, and was welcome to return to the Too Many Games convention later in the year. At around the same time, it was personally revealed to YouTuber Gibby, who largely made videos on updates regarding Chris Chan, that an individual posing as a troll got into contact with one Liquid Chu, a troll active on YouTube and Twitter. In private messages, Liquid Chu confessed that over a short period, he had ordered over $100 worth of pizza to Christine's house and arranged for cash payment for the food, boasting that Chris was likely pressured into paying the delivery drivers and accepting the pizzas, though it is also possible she rejected all deliveries. On February 8th, Chris showcased on Twitter a Lego minifigure depicting notable brony analyst Dr. Wolf, which she allegedly made over a year ago. Later that day, she uploaded a new YouTube video targeting the bronies who had blocked her on Twitter. Ah, hello everybody, Christine Chandler coming to you live from home once again. And this just can't wait. It's got to be shared while it's fresh in my mind. I actually, There's actually a lot in common uh, between I and those amongst the brony analysts. I just feel like I need to get this off my get this off my mind because shoot, I have been trolled. I have been cyberbullied since 2007. And y'all didn't come onto the internet till like a few years later. I've seen in your in amongst your videos and on your Twitter and whatever. Well, like for one obvious example, and I'm Gonna use their OCs to name to pretty much name them, but yeah, Lightning Bliss's creator, yeah, Lightning Bliss. So Blissy, yeah, listen. You think you've got the problems with handling the harshness of those comments going in and in and in and in and in at you like a knife stabbing at you just bam and you been there. I've been there. I've reacted just as badly, if not worse. So much catharsis. It's all bent up in me and everything. Y'all know who you are. I mean, even uh, Jasper Pie, you, I mean, you break the fourth wall and it's, in, uh, I break the fourth wall and we're funny. What time ago? We take things, we we'll laugh sometimes. We can't, we can't stand being annoyed by, oh look, a pizza car. Oh, well, look at this. He had delivered pizza to a false address and nobody's going to pay for it. Well, you don't want to send the pizzas my way. 
And I've got my problems with life at home as well with... Oh, we've been on the floor of the fourth grade, losing even my friends behind at graduation, school graduation, having very terrible time in college here and there, and being banned from places, being liked by some, hated by a bunch, and then just wondering what, how much is really shiny brighter, the light of good or the darkness of the hate. And it just grinds me up. Okay, well, look, I'm not asking y'all to unblock me on Twitter, but at least listen to what I am telling you right now. I've learned from my past mistakes and everything, and I, aside from the recent catharsism that I did after, after Mad Munchkin blocked me. That was the last straw on my back right there. Why can't we all just get along on the fact that we're similar? Because y'all have your share of bad reputations and I've got all y'all's bad reputations bulked up into me. Alright? You've been there. I've been there, you've been there, I've been there, you've been there, I've been there again! Come on, just... I'm so disorganized in response to that, but I think y'all get my point. We're all in the same yacht size boat of the fact that we got all this... All these trolling, hater, harassing problems and things. <sighs> this video, along with her previous video addressing those who had blocked her, was soon deleted by Chris. On February 9th, Christine, apparently along with her supposed spouses, attended a cinema screening of the Lego Movie 2 and wrote in reflection that it was of good quality, and shared some lessons she learned from it. Also on that day, she established a new alternative Twitter account, at CPU underscore quick sonachu, which for the moment was protected, in an attempt to quote-unquote, jump the shark from the old account and into the new. According to her private message, a so-called ally would be screening any new followers to judge their merit, who was later revealed to have been former troll and quickie administrator Marvin. A Kiwi Farms insider, who was approved as a follower by Christine, later leaked to the forum site the first few tweets from her new account, confirming that she was jumping the shark from her old account, welcoming the small number of positive followers. She proceeded to follow many of the individuals who had blocked her on her main account, who, within a day or two, blocked her new account as well. She also announced that there would not be Amy drama on her new account. A few days later, it was brought to light by Farms user, The American Hedgehog, that the person who had pledged $500 to Chris's Patreon page had ceased being her patron, bringing Christine's monthly earnings down to $132. On February 16th, Chris uploaded a short video on Twitter starring her pony character, Gary Stu, named after the male alternative of Mary Sue, 
which is a fictional character archetype that typically is an idealized reimagining of the creator of said character, and was also partially based on the pony character Mary Sue, created by Mad Munchkin, one of Chris's blockers. Hello everyone, I'm Gary Stew, and I know what to do. Everything I say I do is right, just like a certain lady friend of mine. Alright honey, I'm coming. It's our Barry Sue. I better fly. I'll see y'all again another time. Farewell for now. Also on that day, Christine uploaded a 15-minute stop-motion Lego animation, focusing on Brony, Dr. Wolf, as a therapist for Chris, who discusses her personal struggles regarding the numerous people she liked that had blocked her, parodying the animated YouTube series a moment with Dr. Wolf, made by Dr. Wolf. So, Mrs. Chandler, tell me what's on your mind. Well, Doc, on our Earth in Dimension 1218, I am very well known and famous for my creativity and my science comic books. And I have many fans and followers, amongst which in the fan base, they're trollish haters and harassers. More recently, though, they have been targeting and harassing the brony analysts that I like. Uh, really? Could not take the blocking anymore! After years of being bullied, deceived, harassed, and blackmailed, uh, not to mention being banned from a few places too. <sighs> Not to mention, recently, the psychiatrist at Region 10 made me recall that time in the fourth grade when the teachers, the aide, teachers aide, aides, counselor, and the principal helped me pin down on the floor while audio taping my screams and cries of anguish. I have a touch of OCD from the autism. Some of those analysts have OCD too. In fact, they all have the same fame and air that troll bully problems as I do. I've been online longer than all of them. I have endured and suffered more than all of them together. I was a pioneer in all of this. I could be helped them all cope with support and kindness. And I did try to do that for them. And now they all block me and close me out. It makes me feel like I'm falling into another depression again. I feel like I want to just scream so much. I'm pretty much verging on becoming suicidal. Hell, that's not good at all. That's really not good at all. Oh my. That is quite a troublesome conundrum. I recall the great number of my past patients 
who had each suffered only a portion of everything you alone had endured. And I agree that you and all those particular analysts could be great teachers to each other in a support group. You have a very strong soul, heart, and senses for kindness, positivity, and justice. It is a major crime for anyone to close you out because you are plenty capable of becoming a really good ally or friend for most anyone. Although, Christine, the analysts may see you as only one fan out of thousands of others, I see you more as a peer of theirs as you have created more than tons of what they call content in your comic books. Does all this make sense with you? Fairly more or less. I do, to the best of my abilities, take others' perspectives and feelings into account, but I'm not always able to. I, the soul, am able to remain fluid in processing thought and speech, but to have to work with and around the brain in this body, my process can easily get interrupted. It is often prone to the autism. It can even fall into becoming seriously retarded especially when it feels overloaded, overworked, very sad, angry, or upset, and so forth. It shuts off and leaves me disabled. If anything ought to be known about me by others when evaluating me, it's the stability and fragility of this body's brain. <sighs> and when one also considers the adage, treat others how you like to be treated, I feel like if I stop my efforts to show the analysts that I am normally likable and cool to talk with and simply make them stop not liking me, they will feel not liked by me and they will feel at least a little bit saddened by that as well as the torture knowing or thinking I didn't like any of them and my not liking them becomes virally popular by the haters and the harassers all over the world. It would put an end to their popularity, egos, and especially their emotions, feelings, and subconsciousness. And I can empathize with that. It would just be like a whole major end to them. It would just be so horrific and terrible. I would not be able to get over that. I would not be able to, just because I did all that. It's my fault, my fault. Now let it continue on, not just because of my mentality and sake, but for theirs as well. I mean, shoot. Everybody hating everybody else is just a horrible, horrible wrong thing to do in this world. If they think I'm not liking them, everybody else not liking them either. They go, they go down. It's my fault. It's just... <sighs> so, it remains a quest for me to undo the chaos and get in the analysis all to unblock and like me. Do you all hear me out there in Dimension 1218's Earth? I am usually kind, supportive, and sincere. Never, ever, ever, ever misconstrued me again. 
Please! Indeed, your heart and soul continues to be in the right places with lots of great care and effort. I do know how it feels to have misunderstood efforts weighed heavily against you. This discussion has been quite enlightening. Unfortunately, our time is up for now. I would love to discuss this more with you. Shall we continue on this next week? Yes, Doctor. I feel so much merit being listened to. I fully understood. You really are great for what you are. Thank you for listening. My pressure, Miss Chandler. It's good to be helping. This was soon followed by a short, so-called blooper clip from the filming process. Cut! Cat on the set! Hungry cat on the set! Kirsten made her previous Twitter account public again in order to encourage people to share her latest YouTube video. She then updated her followers with a series of tweets, restating that she would no longer be using her original account, and encouraged her followers to move to her new Twitter account, in which she will block all haters and harassers, and will contain less drama than her original account. During this early period on her new account, Christine continued to reply to individuals she liked, though since they were not approved followers of her restricted account, it meant they were not able to see her written replies. At around the same time, an individual created an online petition on the petition site Change.org, which called for Christine Weston Chandler to appear on the clinical psychology TV talk show, Dr. Phil, as an apparent means to bring attention to her poor living situation so she could receive money and psychiatric treatment. Later, when asked if she would appear on the show, she wrote that she would on the condition that Dr. Phil or his representative personally contact her. Meanwhile, Chris revealed that she went on a trip to visit her aunt and uncle in their new home, where she stayed for about an hour. On February 22nd, Christine claimed that she was over the whole blocking fiasco and did not care anymore about those who blocked her, leaving them to live their lives uninterrupted. Kiwi Farms user VU0CM kept an up-to-date spreadsheet of individuals who Chris followed but had blocked her across all her Twitter accounts, updating forum readers that by the 22nd, it appeared that all the people who had blocked her original Twitter account had now also blocked her new restricted account. Later that day, when asked by the official account of the My Little Pony convention, BronyCon, for suggestions on who could be a great community guest at the next convention, Chris volunteered herself, as she could appear to better explain herself to the people in the community who had misread her as intimidating, insane, scary, creepy, and offensive. On February 24th, Chris celebrated her 37th birthday, sharing on Twitter a photo of her pink cake and her mother Barbara, who had allegedly sung the happy birthday song to her. On that same day, Christine shared a widely known panel from an early issue of the Sonichu comic book series, which featured an incomprehensible joke uttered by Sonichu. Chris elected this day to explain what the quote meant on Twitter. Please, feel free to screen cap and share the following in this tweet. 
I ended up sharing a partial joke in the Stone Age line. I figured it was a simple joke. The whole joke is, you don't have to tell me twice, but during the Stone Age, you tell a caveman more than twice. Later on, in reply to a Twitter argument between a staunch supporter of her goddess status and a critic of her gender and delusions, Chris wrote that she was a woman and a goddess and would soon prove her critic wrong when they would finally meet their original character in person. She later returned to Twitter to state that after watching some episodes of the TV talk show Dr. Phil, she chose not to appear as a guest since she found Dr. Phil to be pretentious and did not want drama in her life that was typical on the show. She suggested that she would rather have an unbiased psychiatric conversation with the likes of Dr. Wolf instead. On February 26th, Chris tweeted that she saw the trailer for the live-action Pokemon movie Detective Pikachu and revealed that the Pokemon featured in it, Mewtwo, her alleged husband, apparently told her that he did participate in the events depicted in the movie, though some aspects were exaggerated. The next day, a couple using a shared Twitter account, Sarah and Steven, asked Christine if it were alright for them to make a custom Rosechu medallion out of Crayola model magic clay. Chris wrote back that she approved the craft, and even offered to sign it for them the next time they met, possibly implying that they had met before. Sarah and Steve had also on a separate occasion expressed their interest in joining Chris's Patreon page, wanting to possess signed copies of the entire Sonichu Comics catalog. By this point, her Patreon had received a gradual increase of patrons over the previous couple of weeks, reaching 30 patrons pledging a total of $478 per month. On March 1st, Chris announced that she received plush dolls depicting MLP characters Princess Luna and Celestia, with whom she had allegedly communicated. On the 2nd, she replied to billionaire business magnate and CEO and chief engineer of spacecraft manufacturer SpaceX, Elon Musk, partially agreeing with his theory that everyone was someone else's original creation living in a video game. She clarified that it was the same universe that was occupied by most of all OCs, regardless of the media via which they were conceived. She then thanked the TV sitcom The Big Bang Theory for mentioning Musk's theory and bringing it to her attention. Later that day, Sarah and Steve posted a photo of the Rosechu medallion they created, along with the Nintendo Switch game console which they planned to send to Christine. Soon after, the couple revealed that they began pledging $100 per month to Chris's Patreon, looking forward to receiving autographed Sonichu comics and hopefully a personalized video. On March 4th, Chris shared a blue Ford Focus, which she customized with Commodore 64 computer and her CPU Blueheart insignia and Sonichu license plate that could be downloaded for players of the Xbox One game Forza Horizon 4. Two days later, Chris changed her Twitter profile picture to a depiction of Chris-chan Sonichu, drawn by Maker Nightvee. On March 7th, she received the Nintendo Switch sent to her by Sarah and Steve as a present. She showcased the unboxing of the device in a video uploaded that same day. Hi everybody, Christine Chandler coming to you live from home once again. In my house coat. But anyway, not about that, because we got a special delivery today. These lovely bots. Big lovely bots, as uh, expected from the certain fan. 
The box came a bit damaged, so you can pretty much see what we're expecting, what we're getting. Just a little bit. So let's open this thing the rest of the way. Oh, look. There's Sylvia. Hi, sweetie. Oop. Uh, what are you doing? Are you camera shy? What are you, camera shy? You're so silly. Why are you so silly? Silly Sylvia, I love you. What's that? Oh, this is a surprise gift. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Look at that. It's pretty. What's a little? Yeah, it's a change purse. It's a pretty little change purse. I like that. Anyway, yep. There it is, a Nintendo Switch. Yay! Oh, hey, look at that. Includes $35 on the eShop. So groovy, I can get started. Yay, Nintendo Switch. Yay! Uh, Merry Christmas present. Merry Christmas present. Doo boing. Doo doo. It's a thing. And nice little winner. I don't know if everyone wants to read that, but yeah. It's safe to read, but oh well, it doesn't have their address on it, so you can pause and read that, whatever. So, hey. Joy Con things. So, finally. <laughs> yeah, I also went ahead and bought this a couple of days ago. So, yeah, with that, I'll end up placing these on there. Hey, Nintendo, how about DLCing us in? Sancho, Rosie, and me, Christian, Sancho. Yep. Look at this silly kitty, it's Lauren. Silly kitty. Why are you so silly? Look, I think she likes the empty bots. Are going to eat the bots? Here you go. Okay, so there you go. Unboxing. I'm gonna mess around with this and update and all that, so y'all saw that. Okay, thank you very much and have a good day. The letter, which Chris briefly featured on camera, read in full. Sarah and I are both fans of your content, but I'd like us to become best friends over time. Do not read what's below on video or mention it online. Us moving to Virginia will be a life-changing event, and you will become our only friend around. This letter was going to be about our plans to move and help you, but we already talked on the phone about those matters. Remember, if you are ever in trouble and need help, before we are able to move, just message us first. I'm afraid other people could not be very trusted. From Stephen and Sarah. Heart Lightning Heart. Christine shortly deleted the video before uploading it again, unaltered. From recent developments, it seemed that some individuals were very willing to spend their time and money to attempt to help Christine in some way. Seeing her as a hapless victim in an unfortunate environment surrounded by hate. They regrettably did not realize that, not unlike Chris herself, they failed to learn from mistakes of the past and hoped against hope for a well-intended, but doomed to fail, brighter future. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please check out the video version of this series up on YouTube on my YouTube channel, Gino Samuel 2.1, to get a better understanding of the story. If you like what I do and you're interested in supporting me, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com slash genosamuel. Thanks again. See you around.